welcome to the Posh Sessions. I am your host, Posh. And first and foremost, I want to say thank you to every single last person that made it out today. It is nasty outside. And aside from that, I just want to let you guys know that it means a lot to me to have you guys here and supporting what I do. I'm not gonna cry, but a bitch is PMSing and I'm an emotional gangster. So, I wanna say thank you guys for coming out. Of course, shout out to Home Sweet Home Novelty, located in the Thornton Park District of downtown Orlando. I got the best engineer in the world, Mr. Lemmy Curry in the building. We got photos by Lex in the building. And let me tell y'all the type of week that a bitch done had. I'ma say in advance, I look a hot mess, my nails need a fill, I need a pedicure, my cash app is Posh Decor LLC for anybody that wants to sponsor this shit because, bruh, my sister had a baby, I am, an, I am an auntie, I have a little niece that I get to spoil now, her name is Amaya Sophia, and she decided that Bruh, she wanted to take forever to get here. My sister went in on Wednesday morning, and I swear to you, she just she was just born yesterday. I felt like a baby daddy on call. Like, you never know when the fuck you're going to get that call, and you just got to go. And it was the most interesting thing that I walked into, because I have kids myself, so I've been through the labor process three times already, but never have I ever like been in the delivery room seeing somebody else have a baby and nobody prepared me for the shit because like <laughs> I walk in and at first they tell me I can't even go inside the room there's three people already blah 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 after a while they're like all right sis you can go in the room and I'm thinking one of two things either she hasn't started pushing or she's already done and the baby's already here right no and not to mention that I decided, being the shit was taking so fucking long, that I was gonna go out to lunch with my friend, Eddie, and we're sitting in Bar Louie. I ordered myself a strawberry margarita when I get the text like, hey, she's 10 centimeters, you gotta go. I chugged the damn margarita, rushed through downtown, get there, so I'm drunk while all of this is happening. I finally walk into the labor and delivery room, and my sister's legs are in the fucking air, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm walking and I'm literally not looking at anything. I was like, I, I didn't know that all of this was going on, but okay, we're here, what, you know. My mom's like, you need to take over. I can't do this anymore. And I'm like, you haven't even done shit. <laughs> so I grab my sister's leg, we're pushing, 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 out of nowhere, and I swear to God, this is the first time. The nurse jumps on my sister's belly, and I'm like, what the fuck kind of labor delivery room is this? It turns out my niece's shoulders were lodged and their way of getting her out was to jump on her and push her out. I never seen no shit like this in my life, but in true diva fashion, she's a Gemini with a Leo moon and oh my God, they're in for it. So that was my week in a nutshell. And then I was here actually Thursday, prematurely celebrating, because for sure she was gonna be here on a Thursday, and I was here ladies' night. They have hookahs and champagne for 55 bucks, and I was all here for it. And I'm all celebrating my niece. She ain't come that day. Show up drunk to the house. I, I really feel like a bum-ass baby daddy. So yesterday, after everything was said and done, I finally leave the hospital, and I decide I wanna head over to Cleo's because they got fucking exotic animals outside, so like, why not? So I go take a picture with a monkey, having drinks. <sighs> Let me tell you what my whole ass did, because my leg hurt, and y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know. So as the drinks kick in, I'm feeling good. They're like, yeah, auntie. You know, these girls be gassing me up. So I'm feeling myself. I get on the bar, and I decide that I want to do a split. Not only do I do a split, I'm getting all confident with my shit, right? I'm bouncing in the split. And when I woke up this morning, bitch, oh my God. I remember I was 33 because I felt that shit. I still feel that shit. If y'all see me limping, y'all know why, because my shit hurt. But 
This morning, I woke up, and now we're here. So let's get into it. Everybody has asked me what this topic is going to be about today. And aside from it being about my niece, and aside from the fact that the Golden State Warriors are getting fucking swept right now, I never, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. I was like, thank God I ain't put money on this shit because I would have been heartbroken. God damn. My paycheck can't take that kind of hit. Hell no. Also, an announcement. I have an announcement for you guys. So as of June 1st, I'm excited to announce that Intimate Waxing and Spa, if you guys haven't heard from them, they're on the east side. Maria does my Brazilians and my vajayshos because the bitch was struggling with ingrown hairs and whatnot, and I like to look pretty for the summer. She actually came on as the official sponsor of the Posh Sessions. So moving on forward, thank you. When you book your appointment, make sure that you say the Posh Sessions sent you and you automatically get 20% off off of any spa service. I personally go to her because she does, again, my Brazilians and my vajayshuls, and she keeps it pretty, but she's a full-service spa. She does massages. She does teeth whitening. She does waxing for your eyebrows. She does um, the lash extensions, facials. I mean, she's the bomb.com. So if you guys want to check her out, definitely, you know, I w it's somebody that I would recommend. Moving on into new music, I don't know how many hip hop heads we have in the building, but Jim Jones dropped a very fire album. Have you guys listened to it? No? Some of you guys have. I know the guys have. The girls always die down when I talk sports and hip hop, fuck. But the guys have, I know that they have. And I personally liked it. I enjoy seeing that the old hip hop veterans are still able to adapt to the climate that we have in hip hop. It's not just about the beats, it's still about the lyrics. And Jim Jones really put together a good album and I hope you guys check it out too. Now, how many of you guys have checked out my, my little taco bar and my tequila bar? Y'all enjoying that over there? There's mad tacos left, there's a whole ton of them. Y'all better go eat that shit. I can't take that shit home, don't do this to me. I've been working out. <laughs> you better go take that shit. Who's excited for trivia? I hope you guys are ready because I've, I put together a well thought out trivia night. I have questions from hip hop, so y'all better get to it. Geography, history, urban movies, and even Game of Thrones. Are there any Game of Thrones people in here? I never got into that shit, but okay, so at least we know somebody gonna get on the questions, right? Because I had somebody else give them to me. I ain't even gonna lie. I was like, bitch, you better send me like five questions from Game of Thrones. Never watched that shit a day in my life. I don't know what the fuck happened. All I know is I'm glad that shit is over. That shit was taking over my timeline. But today's topic, in light of the summer and our fucking hurricane season, this shit is crazy. We're going to talk about the importance of the whole phase. I know, it sounds crazy, but hear me out. I was thinking about it because I had a friend come stay with me, and I'm not going to put her name out there. I'm not really going to put up a whole lot of her business out there, but she's going through a lot of crazy shit right now in her life, just dealing with relationships with children and she's my age you know she's in her 30s and she just finds herself in a position where she's confused and she's made a lot of terrible decisions because of this confusion and then I think about I have family members who maybe got into the wrong relationships or they were quick to put a title on something instead of dating. There's nothing wrong with dating. We don't have to always label the nigga our fucking man right away. It's not that serious. We can just fuck them and never call them again. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but I started thinking about this, right? And I'm like, you know, we got the city girls coming out and we got Meg the Stallion telling us fuck these niggas. And it was like, you know, everybody has their own definition of the whole phase or what a whole actually is. And that was another thing I thought about, how subjective 
the word ho is. So I'm going to pick three random people from the audience, and I'm going to ask you guys. We have a mic, so you guys are going to be able to speak to me this time around. I want to ask you guys what, it, what a hoe means to you. Like, if somebody asks you, what's your definition of a hoe, tell me what the definition of a hoe is. We're going to start with, you know what? Fuck it. Tiffany. Tiffany, talk to me. What's a hoe? What did you just say? Because <laughs> she was talking over there, so I figured she had answers. No, you better say, girl. I was kidding, but I said me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I could explain. I could explain what I mean by that. I could explain what I mean by that. Please explain. Um, I'm single. Okay. I don't have a man. I don't have kids. I work a lot. I'm in the nightlife industry. But for me, I went through a bad breakup last year. Mm-hmm. And going through that breakup, I was like, man, I held this nigga down in jail. I really, really was, I was doing me, but I held him down, you know, when he came <laughs> When he came out, we were together, you know, we were doing it, and he wanted to do him for 30 days, and I said, uh, no. So, instead of, like, letting him do him, we just ended it, and I've been happy since, and I don't know, niggas just be in my DMs, and... <laughs> What's you up? be getting them dick pics, girl, because, right. oh, my God. And I'm a sexual per- I love sex. So I'm a sexual person. So for me, it's just like... What's your sign? I'm a Virgo. I think that correlates somehow. We're going to look this up a little yeah. bit further. I'm going to get back to you on that, yeah. but okay. So I was like, you know what? Let me just enjoy my life. Um, it's not about, oh, I'm just going to fuck him or he got to spend money to fuck me. It's nothing like that. It's just... If I want some dick, I'm gonna get some dick, and that's just it. So. And you single though? Who is me? Hello. Okay, so. <laughs> so do you feel like the definition of a hoe and the way that you're describing it is more of a like a sexual, of a sexual thing, like because you may be hooking up with a couple of guys, but you're single, so that somebody may label you as a hoe because of it. Mm, yeah, something like that. Like for me, it's just like I don't mess with multiple men, so let me get that straight. Mm-hmm. But. I tend to go back to like someone I messed with before or lately I've been getting Not some catching new ones. Not catching any new bodies, girl. That's smart. I love so, it. So like, you know, I've just been enjoying my life and just doing me and the liquor hit and I hit and that's it. And you hit. And that's it. <laughs> I love it. I respect it. Who else am I going to pick on? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Kenny. Hi. We, we got to get a guy's perspective on this, right? We want to know what guys think a hoe is. I'm sorry. Y'all could, y'all could you know, come up with a, with a group solution together if that's more comfortable for you. Um, I feel like a hoe is somebody that talks to multiple dudes at the same time, but... But put that button in there, boy. Like what you said, if you're going through something and you're going through a phase, it's just like uh, uh, guys. They sometimes be like they give you a whole bunch of bullshit. So for a female, they might not know like if it's real or not. So they might just give up a body. Let me adjust my leg because that shit hurt. <laughs> but like what you said, you said you don't. You're not trying to catch bodies, but it's like you're gonna let the same man that's been fucking you keep fucking you, or versus taking a chance on another man fucking you. Even the dude that you give the chance back and you go back, he might be fucking a thousand girls, but you just because you fucked him, you're gonna fuck him again? Like that's not, I don't know, I don't really agree with that. Not catching the body thing, I don't really agree on that. So do you feel then your definition of a hoe is somebody who's sexually out there and active and promiscuous with multiple men? I mean, a hoe specifically, I just feel like you don't really respect yourself. But like I said, it's, it's back and forth because you might just be going through something. So somebody might call somebody a hoe, but you don't know what they're going through at that time. And I've, I don't know, it's just really what you had in your life, really. Because you might, a lot of females, I feel like if you are going through a whole stage, you know you're I going wish. through a whole stage. You know what I'm saying? It ain't not, it's not a surprise to you. So if somebody call you a hoe, you already know. <laughs> you, you don't know that you're a hoe, but you know you, you're enjoying life at that time. So. Tink seems to have an opinion. Yeah, I was just laughing. <laughs> we said the same thing. It's different. Like, I'm not, let me make sure I get this very clear. No one calls me a hoe. But my friends, but <laughs> but that's about it. But that's because I tell them stuff. But I mess 
I didn't stop messing with the guys because, oh, I didn't want to mess with them. It's just I was back in my relationship, so I left it, you know? But I don't just be fucking, like, unprotected and doing all this crazy shit. No, I just like nasty shit if that's the case, and that's just who I am. Okay. Okay. Right. Who else am I going to pick on? Let me see. Let me see. You going to take some? You know what? Hand the mic to Mr. Gucci over here. What's your definition of a hoe? First of all, how you doing, guys? Hi. Thank you for having me here, Miss Beautiful. Thank you for Carla. coming. Um, obviously, we know the definition of a hoe is a woman who takes money for sex, right? That's a prostitute. That's, that's, that's a hoe. <laughs> that's, that's a hoe. We all know that's a hoe. It's a prostitute hoe. It's, it's the, pretty much the same thing. Can um, men be hoes? Now, now, I might call her a hoe because maybe me and her had a sexual inter- intercourse that me and her got super freaky and she doesn't want to be with me no more. And now all of a sudden, she's a hoe. But I shouldn't call her that. But just because she don't want to be with me no more, now she's a hoe, which right. is degrading, which is not cool to do. You know what I mean? But it goes vice versa because I could be a hoe too because maybe I fucked her friend. You know what I mean? So it's, it's all vice. But at the end of the day, we all know what a hoe is, but it's the way you conduct yourself. You a super hoe, you a sexy hoe, or you just a tramp. <laughs> all right? So there's levels to that shit. You can't just be a regular hoe. You got to just, you know, at least conduct yourself and, and own up to your shit and not just be some hoe and cry later on, oh, well, you know, you fucked up. But if you just standing up for your name and the nigga can't feel you because you too strong for him, then it's not you being a hoe, it's you dating the wrong dude. Okay, I respect that answer. Thank you. Nashira, you have something to say about a hoe? Okay, let's talk about it, girl. <laughs> I got plenty of opinions. Okay, so I have a very open mind when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily feel like people that are promiscuous are hoes. I feel, I agree with you. I feel like somebody that takes money for sex is a hoe. A prostitute and a hoe are synonymous. But I also feel that somebody that sleeps with somebody else's man, knowing that they have a man, you know, knowing, Ooh, knowing that's like, you know, mistresses, side chicks, things like that, that's a hoe. And it could be a girl or a guy, you know. But if you know, now if you didn't know, you know, you didn't know that that person was in a relationship and y'all end up sleeping together and then after, that's different. But somebody that knowingly sleeps with another person's uh, significant other, I feel like that's the definition of a hoe. He's a hoe too. <laughs> he so hoes is men and women. Yeah, hoes is a, yeah. It's not between male or female. Males are definitely hoes. Like it's a gender neutral term at this point. Gender neutral term, yes. <laughs> okay. So when I think of the word hoe, um. Like I was saying earlier, it's something that's definitely subjective, and I think that is um, something that's aimed more towards women. But I think that depending on who you speak to, people have different definitions of what a hoe is. I think in collection, as a collective here, we think of sexual promiscuity, but I think that sometimes if you wear something that maybe is over the top sexy, they may look at you and be like, oh, look at that hoe because of the way that she's dressed. It can be, oh, look at that hoe because she's single and she's talking to multiple dudes. I personally feel like if you're single and you're just talking to them, you're not having sex with multiple people at the same time. I mean, you know what, to be honest with you, I'm not that kind of girl, but if you single and you just fucking, then guess what, bitch? You just single and fucking. Why the hell you got to be labeled a hoe for? You're not, nobody's claiming you. You're not in a relationship. You're not doing anybody dirty. So why necessarily be a hoe? But I think that what we can all agree on is that it is a very subjective term. But what I have thought to be particularly interesting in this, you know, in, in talking about the whole phase, this is why I think it's very important for everyone, men and women, to have a whole phase. I think that when maybe like, I don't know, like what, 20s, I think is a good time where people just, I feel like is a good time to just live your life, experience shit, 
go fuck niggas, women. I like them both either way. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> listen, Victoria might be my bae on the low, but I can't say that because Chastity's here. This shit is all a mess in Cleo's, by the way. God damn it. Um, but I just think that it's important for people to have that time of their life where they're just having fun, when you are exploring who you are, when you're trying to get to know who you are, when you're not, um, cause I think that when you grow up, like I know for myself, I grew up in a very strict Christian household where, I mean, and, and listen, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? But I think that I had so much pressure growing up to be a certain way that when I reached, what, 17 years old, and I started kind of thinking for myself and, you know, my friends were being a certain way and I saw my friends going to parties and I couldn't even step outside on the fucking front porch without my dad's permission. I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm out, right? And I fucked up a whole lot doing that on my own. But what I will say that it taught me, it taught me to figure out who I am. Outside of my parents' boundaries, outside of religious boundaries, I got to figure out who Carol was. I got to figure out what I like, which so happens to be men and women, what I don't like, which is fuck niggas. I got to figure out... I got to figure out that a man who works a nine-to-five, listen, ain't nothing wrong with y'all. We love y'all. But somebody like myself who is an entrepreneur, who constantly have different ideas, who have different goals. Like my first marriage was based on the whole, I want a house with the white picket fence. Only to realize at 20 years old, a marriage and two kids later, I ain't really like this nigga. What the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> and yo, God is good, cause that nigga's in a wheelchair now and I ain't even like him with legs, so who knew? Um, <laughs> But even then, I'm just saying, even then, and he was, listen, there's nothing wrong with that nigga. He's just petty as hell. But even then, I realized he's not a bad guy. He just wasn't the guy for me. But because I jumped into this relationship, and then I got pregnant, and then I had all these, oh, my God, you got to make it right with God, and God is not going to bless you if you're not legally married because, you know, you have to be a family. And then now I'm pressured into this marriage, and I'm going through the motions of a relationship without mentally having the maturity and the understanding of what it took to hold a marriage. When you get married, you say till death do you part. I couldn't stand that nigga past 20, bro. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. But yet, here am I, because I was trying to do things a certain way, because I was scared of being labeled, going through the motions of something that I wasn't mentally ready for and that I wasn't mentally mature for. And I found myself now relocating to Florida. I meet another nigga at the strip club. And I'm like, oh, he's like me. He get money. He do this. He do it. Boy, was I fucking wrong. Jesus Christ, was I wrong. Um, but again, now I'm sitting here with this pressure of, oh, my God, I can't fuck this up because... I already had a marriage and I already had this serious relationship and I left my husband and I relocated and oh my God, what are people going to say? And da 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 da. Right? So I stuck it out with this loser because I swear to God, this nigga ain't shit. If you, I'll, I'll let you guys know who he is later on. I don't even want to give him the airtime. But just know that if you run into a Hector Ramirez, that nigga ain't shit. But anyway, um, he Puerto Rican and a Scorpio. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I stuck it out with this dude, right, from the age of 21 through 25 in the name of, I don't want to be labeled, and I don't want to be wrong, and I don't want people, you know, to criticize me and to nitpick my life and try to figure out what the fuck am I doing wrong, and, oh, it must be you, and this and that, the third. And then, like, at 25, I was like, I really don't want to do this shit anymore either, you know? Like, it's not even fun anymore. I don't give a fuck about the ring. I don't give a fuck about the kids. I mean, I give a fuck about the kids, even though I say fuck them kids all the time. But I just didn't want that relationship because I realized at that moment that I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. I wasn't, I didn't even know what I was looking for. I just knew that I was looking for something that seemed like what my parents had, right? So... 
now I'm out here, I'm in the clubs, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing that, and I'm meeting this nigga, I'm meeting that nigga, and I'm meeting this bitch, and I'm meeting that bitch. And yo, let me tell you, at 25 years old, that was a fly bitch. I could do a split on the counter and not hurt the next day, okay? <laughs> like, it wasn't a thing. But I realized, like, I don't care what people thought about me. Because I wasn't, if I kept living my life for people, I was never gonna figure out what was right for me and what was gonna ultimately make me happy. And going back to what I was originally saying, I have a friend who, 33 years old like me, has four children and has severely fucked up a relationship. And all I could think to myself is, you should have been a hoe, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should have just gotten that shit out your system because now you have kids involved and you have this marriage involved and you have all this crazy shit going on in your life that had you just given yourself the opportunity to just have that fun, you would have probably figured out what you want, what you don't want, and you wouldn't have been in this predicament where now... Even though you want to have fun, even though you want to wall out, you have these responsibility of your kids, you have these responsibilities of your husband, and you have to take all of these things into consideration because now you're playing with other people's lives as well. So I think that this summer everybody should just go out and be a home, figure out... Figure out what you like, figure out what you don't like. If you want to look slutty, bitch, put that dress on and be like, you know what? I ain't even I ain't even like that dress after all. That shit didn't even accentuate my ass the way it was supposed to. You know, go out and fuck that dude and realize he had a small dick and that's not the nigga you want to be with. Cuz it happens. Sometimes you fall in love with the dude and you be like, you know, his dick is not great. But it's I. I'm willing to deal with it. And then only to realize after like a year or so, like, no, I'm not willing to deal with this shit. Why the fuck am I even fucking this nigga? I don't wanna I don't wanna be with him. It's true. Guys do deal with the same stuff. And I feel like, first of all, don't get mad at me, get mad at science. It is a scientific fact that men don't fully mature, all these niggas, don't throw nothing at me, I swear to God. (laughs) Don't mature until the age of 43. Think of that. All the guys are fake outrage in the back. Not my experience, you could Google that shit, nigga. Don't get mad at me, I ain't come up with these facts. All of that, fuck them and duck them. But what I'm saying is, right, so when you think of that, right, because I started thinking about that, like, God damn, I got to basically deal with an old nigga to, like, have a nigga, like, because that's the one thing I say about my man all the time. My man is 45. That nigga is tired, honey. He could he could want to cheat on me all he wants. He'll fall asleep on you. I don't give a fuck, okay? Like, I don't care. One and done. And on a good day, if he's drunk, you might get two rounds, but that's it, bitch. So if you want to go deal with that, Cool, but I tell you what, I got peace. I don't got to worry about the nigga doing all this wild shit. And he's not Puerto Rican either, so I definitely don't have these issues. But it dawned on me, like, guys have to go through this whole phase. Like, why are we as a society so quick to want to put a label on something? There's nothing wrong with meeting somebody and saying, you know what, I just want to get to know you. I don't need you to be my man. I don't need you, you know, to, like, claim me. I don't need you to post a fucking picture of me on social media, which, by the way, that shit is so annoying. I hate, yo, one of my pet peeves is when you see a couple and all they do is post pictures together and then they fucking break up and then you see all the pictures gone. I be like, what the fuck happened? You got to fill me in, bitch, because I was invested in your relationship. Like, what the fuck was that about? Um, But, you know, it happens, and that's because, you know, they jumped into something prematurely. They didn't take the chance to get to know somebody. They didn't get the chance to really understand what they were signing up for. Is this really what I want? Like, I have a family member, right? 
they love to date younger men. For the, to the life of me, I don't know why. Them niggas is nothing but headaches. Like, all they want to do is fuck. And who has time for that shit, bitch? I got shit to do. Like, I'm a mom. I wake up at 6.30 in the morning with my fucking kids. Like, I got to wake up. I got to go to work. I got to fucking manage properties. I got to put together a show. I don't have time to fuck you five times a day, nigga. If you don't go outside and get a fucking job... Cause that's what happens. These niggas don't have jobs and shit in the in their you know early twenties. They work part time jobs. They get like two hundred dollars a week and shit. They buy Jordans. That's what the fuck they do. Don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what I know. You know what I'm saying? They go to the club. They pop a bottle with like five of their friends. So the shit's like fucking I don't know like like twenty dollars plus tip amongst the five of them. Cause they show up before eleven thirty when they still got bottle specials going on and shit. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what I've seen. Um, and then that's the nigga that you're like, oh, I see him in the club, girl. He popping bottles and shit, and he got on fresh sneakers. But what else? Dime a ver. What else? What he gonna do? He gonna fuck you real good, and then you're gonna get digmatized, and then you're gonna wanna be like, oh, no, he mine, girl. That's my man. And then before you know it, one day, because this is what the fuck girls do, we go through the nigga's phone, then we find out there's like six of us and shit, and now we really fucking mad. <laughs> and then it's like... He's going through his whole phase, girl. That's all he's doing. He's going through his whole phase. I suggest personally, y'all let the nigga be. Let him go through his whole phase. Let him get let him get washed up. Why the fuck women are always trying to get washed up? Let a nigga get washed up. Let him get washed up. Let him get all the pussy and dick he want, because there's niggas that like dick. Um, let him get all of that shit out his system. You know? Let him say to himself, you know what? I'm going to go back and get my GED. Because most of these niggas, I found out, they don't even got high school diplomas. The shit is sad out here, girls. Um, let him go get his GED. Let him go get a full-time job. Let him get tired of fucking these girls. Let him start thinking a little bit differently. Let a man go through his whole phase. There's nothing wrong with it. That's the whole point of this fucking episode. There is nothing wrong with the whole phase. Yes. Why do you think that women feel a pressure that men don't? Like, why do men feel so entitled to this whole phase and, and women don't? Um, I think that men, I mean, and I'm guilty of this. I think that when you have a boy, a boy automatically gets a pass, right? You're so you're supposed to as a man, you're supposed to go out there. You know, you teach you even little kids, right? Like my son when he was like 5 years old, you got a girlfriend? Who your girlfriend? I mean, I wasn't like that. I ain't even gonna lie. I told my my son came to me at what? 13 years old and said, "Mom, he was he was in middle school, right? He's like, "Mom, I like this girl." And I'm like, "What's her name?" Her name is Yasmina. And I was like, oh, nigga, you like foreign bitches. Okay. <laughs> right? Her name is Yasmina. Not Jasmine, Yasmina. So I was like, what she looked like? So he's describing her, right? And I was like, let me tell you something right now. If I ever see Yasmina, I'm going to punch her in the fucking face. <laughs> he's like, mom, please don't hit her. I swear to God, I don't even like her no more. <laughs> But most moms, when it comes to their sons, we have a thing in us where we feel like this is what a man is supposed to do, right? They're supposed to wild out. They're suppo I think that society teaches us that certain behaviors are acceptable for men, but they're not acceptable for women. Right. And so how, how do we take back the hoe? How do we, how do we hoe phase without it being like a negative thing? You know what this I mean? This is what I, okay. So this is what I will say about the hoe phase, right? <laughs> You could be a hoe face, but you don't have to be like a hoe and everybody know you a hoe. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, you don't got to fuck the whole crew. You know what I'm saying? You could fuck say, like, I want to do it like the men do it. Like, I, I want a level playing field. Because I, I know you fucking all my friends. So, like, if I want to do that, too. Like, well, I this is what I will too. say. <laughs> this is what I will say, though. You could be, and we're talking about sex, right? So you could be somebody who's sexually active, but I do feel like as a woman, and this is my opinion, I do feel like as a woman, you have to be not necessarily discreet, but just be classy about the shit. I don't have to fuck the crew. 
I could fuck one of them out the crew and then move on to another crew, bitch. What the fuck? You got to fuck his friend and his friend and his friend but it, and like, his cousin. For me, it's not always sexual because you just speak on that a little bit. I feel like, you know, even if I'm dressing a certain way or dating a bunch of dudes, I could still get labeled as a hoe and I'm not even sleeping with any of them. Right. So, like, for me, I just, I want the liberty to be able to, like, you know, feel out the whole situation. Like, even if I'm only going to fuck one of your boys, like, Hell yeah, can bitch, I you date everybody? You better get to know all his if friends before you pick one. Dinner, like, I want to go that should be the worst. When you pick the wrong friend, oh That's my what I'm saying. God. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, but your friend make how much a year? <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> that should really be the worst. I've been there. That should, oh, God. It happened. I could have dated an NBA player and instead I fucked his friend who, I, mean, I fucked his cousin who played overseas and I was so mad when I found out what they made overseas. I'm thinking like, oh, a nigga play overseas? He make money. No, bitch, he didn't. Gotcha. I was pissed. Listen, I'm fucking, everything that moves, I suggest you stand still. <laughs> Is that a hoe? No, I wouldn't consider you a hoe. Because I said that, why, what would I be considered? <laughs> That's a Latino. <laughs> You're just Puerto Rican. <laughs> He's a Puerto Rican. That's what I call him. So Puerto Ricans, it's okay for them to do that. No. Puerto Ricans are community dick. You're not ever supposed to wife a Puerto Rican. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> You're supposed to fuck Puerto Ricans, not wife them. What the hell? <laughs> Listen, the men, the men, the men. I love the women. <laughs> but what I'm saying is a hoe, again, is subjective. To me, when I think of a hoe and when I'm talking about a hoe phase, all I'm saying is this summer, make it a decision to live your life. Go and experience some shit. There is nothing wrong. Fuck his friend. And his friend. No, I'm playing. Um, <laughs> but what I'm saying is this summer, make it a point to like live your life. Don't worry about the stigma of, oh, if I do this, I'm gonna be labeled a hoe. Work on yourself. There is nothing wrong with saying, I wanna know what's outside of fucking Kissimmee, Florida. I wanna know what's outside of Orlando, what's outside of Miami, what's outside of the United States. Go fuck a foreign nigga, they're fun, I've heard. Um, <laughs> go explore some shit, because how else are you gonna know what you like and what you don't like if you keep fucking with the same thing within a certain circle, now that's how you get labeled a hoe. When you keep this certain circle going on and you just focus on this little fucking circle and everybody knows your name and everybody knows that you fucked that nigga and then one night you got drunk in the club and you fucking went and you got the other nigga's number and then you've been texting that nigga and then his friend find out and then his other friend's like, oh, she easy, I'ma go get her number two and then I'ma go get, that's exactly how you get labeled a hoe. But when you are out there and you're just enjoying your life and you're wearing what the fuck you want and you are going out and you're not worried about what people are thinking about you and if you see a nigga that you like you want to give him a chance and you're getting to know that nigga get that shit out of your system so that when you finally settle down and you finally say this is what I want you don't got to worry about this urge coming back and like, you know what? I want to be a hoe today. I want to go out and I want to fuck another nigga because my nigga ain't hitting it right this week. Or I'm going to go out there and you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go see what's out there because my man ain't treating me the way he used to treat me when we first got together. Or this is why you don't label nobody. You got to let them niggas just do what the fuck they're going to do and put them through the fire. Fuck that. Put them through the fucking fire, bro. Don't text that nigga first. Fuck that. Don't text that nigga first. Matter of fact, put that nigga on, hide his alerts. So when he texts you, you don't even see that shit. Okay? Don't text him first. Definitely don't call. You don't ever call a nigga first. Ever. You don't. What? You're the prize. You're the prize. You let that nigga chase you. You let that nigga find out what the fuck you about. You let that nigga figure out what your work schedule is. You let that nigga plan a date. You let that nigga tell you, you know what? I want to fuck with you. Don't know. Uh-uh. I'm not calling nobody. I barely call I have a quick man. question for you, Posh. You mentioned like, you know, once you have the whole phase and you're in a relationship that you're not going to have those urges anymore. But what if you, like, get accustomed to that lifestyle of being able to fuck whenever you want, whoever you want, 
and then you find somebody that you get into a relationship with and you know those it's kind of become second nature to you then you fuck them together and it's funny that brings me that actually brings me to another thing that you were saying that you were like I want to have an even you know playing field that's what you do you find somebody that's open to that that's in like the swingers lifestyle or poly lifestyle and you yeah you do you and he does him and everybody's happy that's the thing and I think that that's also very important again the whole point of going through this whole phase is a discovery phase everybody wants to label this shit and you want to make it derogatory oh she's a hoe no it's a discovery phase you're figuring out who you are and what works for you in my past relationship with my baby daddy the one who's a Scorpio in Puerto Rican and if you run into him run um, I was conforming to who I thought he wanted me to be. But in that, not only was I playing myself in the process because I wasn't being real with myself, but he wasn't even somebody worth changing for. And it wasn't until I went through that experience and I figured out I don't, I don't, I don't want to date Puerto Ricans. Like, <laughs> I just I don't want to do it. It's too much work. Like, I, you know... Yes, he was born in Puerto Rico, then moved to Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn niggas, stay away from them, too. Um, <laughs> the BX. Oh, my God. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them. All the BX niggas. All the BX niggas. Um, but it made me realize, you know what? Why am I changing who I am? Or why am I even? Because that's the worst. And I feel like that also creates regret and resentment. Because now when you get into an argument and when shit gets real, the first thing you're going to say is, but I changed for you. But I stopped doing this for you. But I started doing this for you. Oh, bitch, you asked me that you wanted me to make more money. Now I'm working 80 hours a week for you. And it's like, why didn't you just get yourself a richer nigga? <laughs> Save everybody the fucking stress. <laughs> I made the wrong choice. I know I'm just talking shit because he ain't shit, but that's really what it comes down to. I made the wrong choice, but it wasn't in me making the wrong choices and allowing myself to figure out who I was that I stumbled across somebody that I'm like, I like women. And he's like, good, me too. You know what I'm saying? It's not a problem. I could, I could do that. And he's not going to trip about it versus had I said with my baby daddy, oh, you a fucking hoe, you're a whore, you're a slut. Mind you, he met me at the fucking strip club, and now I'm a fucking stripper. Duh, nigga. Like, what the fuck? That's what you met me at. Like, fuck you mean? Now I'm a whore. Now I'm a slut. Now I'm worthless. Now I'm this. Now I'm that. And it's like, okay. But what's bad to you, guess what? It ain't bad to somebody else. They accept me for who I am, and it's okay. But had I not gone through that, and had I been conforming, then I would have been in a relationship where I would have been absolutely miserable, and I wouldn't have been being real with myself, and there's only but so long that something like that can last. It's bound to crash. So kind of going back to what she was saying, that's a free co. So he said there's different levels to being a hoe. So that's a free coat. A girl who just wants to have fun and do what she do. Have threesomes. Free coats are fun. I love that. Right. Maybe I'm just a free coat and not a hoe. Let's just change it. Maybe I'll be a free coat. It's okay. But let's talk about the fact that there are guys out here who they do call women hoe. I call niggas hoe all the time. But it's okay. Sometimes I like those hoes. It's okay. But there are some guys who be like, oh, she's a hoe but I bet you want to fuck me. Or I bet you want to take me out. And they always say that thing of you can't, you know, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. That's a lie. That's a whole lie. You understand? A lot of because guys out here... Because what somebody will think... Somebody will turn around and be like, oh, you a hoe? But like I said, what, is a, what was a hoe to my baby daddy ain't a hoe to my man. Right. And there's guys out here, like I said, I know for a fact there's guys out here... I don't really mess with a lot of guys in Orlando for that reason. But there are guys out here who will be like, oh... She a hoe, but I want to fuck her. Or I want to talk to her. And there have been guys who do that. You understand? They'll be like, oh, she a hoe. I ain't going to talk to her. Yeah, when your homeboy turn around, you're going to get her number. Because you know she a free co, And you know what she about. 
But that's just how guys are. Guys think it's okay for them to do it, but when a woman does it, it's a whole different thing. Don't and let these niggas lie right. to you. Don't t- don't let these niggas tell you that if you a hoe, you're not gonna get wiped up. That is a fucking lie. Cause I'm a hoe and I've gotten three rings. Okay, three, not one, not two, but three. So don't let these niggas lie to you Because first of all We're in our fucking 30s Okay Who's even asking for body counts Cause I'm not I don't give a fuck Who you fucked As long as the bitch Ain't telling me about herself In my motherfucking DM I don't fucking care And like I said At the end of the day What may be a hoe To somebody else May not be a hoe For the nigga that's meant For you and what may turn a woman off and be like, you know what? I, like me personally, this is my pet peeve. This is why I can't fuck with nobody in Orlando no more because I, I realized that this ain't it. Um, my personal pet peeve is community dick. And what I mean by that is I don't ask for body <clears throat> counts. But if I can sit down and I can have a conversation with four or five different girls and your name come up, oh, boo-boo, you're not the one for me. But, but, you're Ms., not. Miss Cruz, I think... Men, I'm speaking about the niggas I hang out with, type of dudes I hang out with financially. Are they hoes? No, pre- no, no. What, oh. what I want to emphasize is I think we respect more women, no matter if you're a hoe, a slut, prostitute, bum in the street. If you just come to us and speak to us with the truth, all you got to do is keep it real, straight from the jump. And I think we're going to love you more than I do a girl that works 95 or a corporate girl that works in corporate office somewhere. If you a home, you go, yo, father, this is what I do. This is who I am. But I'm going to treat you the way I want to get treated. I think we're going to be 100 with you and we will wife you. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I don't got to be worried about you. I don't got to be jealous. I don't got to not trust you. We already spoke. Our communication is at a level that some people are not going to understand. You understand? So you could be a hoe, you could be whatever. But the communication that we have is going to determine the respect you're going to get at the end. That's very true, too. And another thing, too, is it's like, you know what this shit pisses me off? When a nigga be like, oh, where you learn how to do that at? Motherfucker, what did you think I was? I'm a virgin or some shit? I got three kids, motherfucker. Spicy. <laughs> like, oh, where you learn how to suck dick? A banana? What the fuck you think I've been doing, nigga? Like, the fuck? <laughs> I even got just having an opinion right now. This shit is crazy. She's normally the quiet one. So, how long have you? How long have I been talking up here? I've been talking for a while because I feel like I've been talking for a while. Now y'all know I'm a hoe. One more question. All right, Mike. So you, start, you started this talking about your friend who's 33 and she's got a lot of responsibilities. So I guess my question is to you is, is there a cap on the whole phase? Is there a certain point in your life when that's just not acceptable anymore? No. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Some, some girls are meant to be hoes their whole life. You know what I'm saying? And that is okay. You could be a hoe your whole life. You're not, you know, some girls, I mean, some guys are meant to just be, some guys are loners. And I think that that's also important because, again, we grow up with this certain notion where we have to have certain things together and certain things out of our system by a certain age. And we're supposed to be married with kids and have this house by like fucking 30 or some shit. Like some people based on careers and shit like that. They're just meant to be alone, and there's nothing wrong with that because it takes a special person to maybe deal with their lifestyle. And that's why I'm saying there's nothing wrong with saying to yourself, I'm going to figure out who I am so that I know who I want to attract. Because if you don't know who you are, then how the fuck you know what you're looking for? You're going you're gonna to fuck around and spend your whole life trying to fit into this cookie cutter, you know, situation like me in the beginning where I was like, oh, I want the house and I want the white picket fence because my parents been married for 30 plus years and things were a certain way in my household and that's what the fuck is supposed to be like. And oh my God, this shit didn't work out. Why didn't it work out? Back to the drawing board. Let's try it again. And then meet another nigga that I'm like, ooh, you might kind of sort of be like my daddy. Let me figure this shit out and then figure out like, oh nigga, you not like my daddy. Like, <laughs> I want to, you know, I don't I don't want to fuck with you no more either. And then it just dawned on me like 
I got to figure out who I am before I can even attempt to fit anyone else into this puzzle. Because if I don't figure out who I am, how am I supposed to... How, am I, how are they supposed to figure out who the fuck I am if I don't even know who I am? Right. And then now that you figured out who you are, then you can say, all right, I'm ready to add another layer to this equation and let me go ahead and, you know, introduce somebody that can possibly be the one. So how long have I been talking on here? Let me. Five to eight minutes. Oh, it's time to wrap it up because we got trivia to do. So in conclusion... Let's be hoes this summer. <laughs> can, can I get an amen out the crowd? Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Everybody, well, not me, because I'm in a relationship. My man's going to kill me after he hears this shit. But um, <laughs> for all the single women out there, for all the single men out there, let's just have fun this summer and let's just be hoes. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for coming out. I want to thank Home Sweet Home Novelty for allowing me to record here. I want to thank my audio engineer, Mr. Lemmy Curry. I want to thank Photos by Lex. Um, in a little bit, we're going to raffle off this Victoria's Secret gift card for those who have subscribed to YouTube and one of my audio platforms. We also have a Sephora gift card. And we have a Cheesecake Factory gift card. And let me tell you something about Cheesecake Factory. Saturdays and Sunday, they have brunch and they have this brulee French toast. And if you order that with two peach bellinis, not only will you have enough on that gift card, but it will change your whole entire life. Thank you guys so much for coming out. And until next time, this is the Posh Sessions. Peace. <laughs>